Today's episode of the Spring Hills Podcast, we're going to be talking about parenting and teaching. Mostly teaching today because we did have a guest that unfortunately had to postpone. Uh, We've got the fires going on, so the babysitters for uh, the kiddos isn't here. So Brittany, we promise we'll bring you on again sometime soon. But today we have Patricia back, and she's been on the podcast a few times. So Patricia Chadwick is here again. And then now we've also got a brand new guest. She's also part of the worship team, but happens to be a teacher as well. And this is Aubrey <laughs> Nicole Deem, although we just call her Nikki. So Nikki's also part of the worship team. You can say hi. Hi. The microphones are on, by the way. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, you guys can talk. Before we get started too much, Patricia, we've already done a get to know you a little bit. A refresher, Patricia. Again, she sings here on the worship team. She serves on a couple of teams, though. So Stephen mm-hmm. Ministry and... Right oh, now, the kids, the kids team you used to serve yeah. on. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Kelly is your husband. And you're, yeah, so you are here at this church for a few years that we started around the same time here at Spring Hill. So Patricia, Chadwick, and then now Nikki, and I, I say Deem. Is that how you say your last name? Just just Deem? Yeah. Okay, no, that's great. correct. Great. Most of the time people don't get it right, but well, that's correct. It, there's the H in there really throws me off sometimes. So I'm like, is it D, Deem? I don't know. Oh, so, uh, yeah, sure. Deem, Dime. Tell us a little bit about yourself. So you're a teacher. What grade do you teach? I teach first and second this year. Usually just second, but I'm doing a combo class. Okay. All on Zoom? Yes. Great. (laughs) (laughs) I'll get to how that's going in (laughs) just a minute. But uh, are you from this area? No, I'm from the East Bay, uh, born in Redding, but grew up in Concord, California and moved to Bakersfield and then moved here about five years ago. Cool. And you've got a couple of kids, right? I have two, a 10-year-old, Riley McKenna, she's my daughter, and my son, Landon Deem, who is 13 in eighth grade this year. Great. And they're probably also having a fun experience with teaching or learning in 2020, distance learning. They are surviving, surviving. but not enjoying. <laughs> this is this is probably the greatest version of a reality show is of like Survivor is is kids and parents trying to learn how to adjust to all this. Absolutely. Um, uh, yeah. It's just absolutely <laughs> crazy. But uh, so we've brought we've brought Patricia and Nikki in today because we want to encourage our teachers. And both Nikki and Patricia have continued to serve here at the church and we talked to them about how things are going. Uh, we were with them a lot during the summer with uh, some recordings and when we started doing our services again. And sometimes you could just tell, hey, is it a rough week? <laughs> you know what I, I'm yeah. sure you guys are familiar with that. So what we want to do is we want to encourage teachers, uh, and I brought these two in. So as teachers, let's just start off with what are some of the new challenges that you've seen this school year? Or in 2020, because I guess you kind of started this before this school yeah, year. Yeah, last, right? last spring. Yep, in March. So yeah. I, I also... Been bef- a blur. You, we just, I, before we even started this, one of you, I forget who already, who's teaching on campus? You're in your classroom, right? I'm in my classroom, but still teaching virtually. Okay, so, mm-hmm. and then Nikki. I'm doing the same. Oh, okay. I thought you said you were, your school, your campus was shut down. Only right now because of the fires. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, an oh, extra yeah. wrinkle yeah. thrown 2020. in. I forgot. We're That's at, right. It's 2020. Um, yeah, so uh, tell me some of the new challenges that you've seen this year. Let's just say this year. What's, What's been the most challenging thing? Go for, go for it. Okay. Yeah, I'll you chime can just in jump in. Hard to narrow want. it down. Um, I think the most challenging for me, well, I'm trying to think in order what's the most challenging. Um, well, definitely the fact that we ended school in March and now we're still not in school in sep- no, it's not September, it's October. Um, before, I just thought it was going to be a couple weeks. It's October right now. Oh my gosh, it's October. <laughs> Today is the first day of October. Oh my goodness. Yeah. So we've been doing this forever. Oh, and I get it. W- I thought, I'm sure most of us thought it was going to be a few weeks and it's turned into months that went through the summer and back into fall. And 
now we still, I mean, there's the unknown of not knowing when we're going back to school and having that um, missed time with our students and knowing that they are getting so far behind. Everyone's in the same position. So it's not like anyone's ahead of anybody else. I think having that pressure and going into, you know, a new school year, knowing that our students already missed so much curriculum and just, I, I mean, everything from yeah. activities for everything, their social interaction, already being behind in that and then going into the new school year with them behind and then only having an hour or two on Zoom where we're, you know, trying to condense a whole school day into that amount of time and um, and it's hard enough to keep the attention because you teach first and second grade, right? <laughs> yeah. How long have you been teaching? I meant uh, this is my seventh year. Seventh year. So like these little kids, I don't know. I can't. I can't pay attention to a Zoom meeting for very long. So I can't imagine a first grader trying to pay attention to a Zoom meeting for an hour. Like it just doesn't. So how do you how do you try to keep their attention? Do you have tricks? I'm exhausted because it's like a show. Mm-hmm. You have to be crazy animated and like super excited just to open up your book. <laughs> Yeah, we are going to um, open up a book. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, by the time I close my laptop, exhausting. I'm like, <sighs> you know, yeah. and um, but I can tell they're that way, too. I know. You know, like half of them are laying on the couch and they just don't want to be there. They want to be in the classroom or they want to be want to see their friends. If, yes, yes, yeah. yes. If yeah. they're at home, they want to be in bed or they want to be. Playing video games. Not on a Zoom meeting. Yeah. 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 And there's distract. When you're at home, it's so, it's hard to learn. Now I was homeschooled from first through fourth grade and it was for me, I was a social kid. So like I begged Mm -hmm. my parents to get me into, into public school. But I remember the feeling of just being like, if I was allowed to do my homework anywhere besides just like at my desk that my mom had set up for me, there's no way I was getting anything done. There's too many distractions. There's it's every little thing that happens. I'm like, I'll get it. Oh, I'm hungry. I'm going to get up and do this. So it's like the routine. Mm-hmm. I had to have the routine. Otherwise, I wasn't getting my schoolwork done. And I'm sure it's the same with these kids right now. Like they're used to being in school. And now all of a sudden, it's like you're, you've got to act like school's in your living room or in your bedroom or whatever it is. And it would just be so hard. I can't imagine. Yeah. Kids like grader. thrive on structure and yeah. schedules. Yeah. So that's completely gone now. I, yeah. That's a struggle for both parents and teachers mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the, the kids. kids. And the yes. kids, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> Patricia, how long, <laughs> Patricia, how long have you been teaching? This is my start of year 15. 15. Oh, this I was know. so one of the funnier things about this was when Sean started playing the guitar in the band and you found out how old Sean was. You were it's like, true. oh my goodness, you're the age of it's my true. first class. My very first class ever, first graders. Um, are Sean's age. Yep. <laughs> so he could have been Sean. he could have been my first grader. Yeah. So Sean was I think he was 17 when he started playing with us in yeah. the band. But uh yeah. so what grade do you teach now? At uh, 4th grade. 4th grade, okay. Uh-huh. And I'm very grateful actually. I used to teach first and second grade for many years, 10 years. So I'm like, "Oh Lord, thank you. I'm in 4th grade right now." <laughs> I mean, extra love. And appreciation to the teachers in primary right now because yeah. fourth grade, the kids are a little more capable, a little more independent. They're still little. They, they understand what school is, at least. Sometimes the first graders, it's, it's like, what are they're in year two of being in right. school, right? And even kindergarten, it's not really like, it's not the, you know, oh yeah 8 a.m. to 3 p.m. school hours or whatever, you know, that we got used to as a kid. So exactly. Patricia, what's something that you've seen as one of the bigger challenges of 2020? Oh, I think... I mean, one of the things that has just come back over and over and over again is the fact that 
there is no um, clear end in sight mm-hmm. right now. That it's makes it rough. Kind yes. of similar to what Nikki <laughs> was saying, I think. And um, I, I guess I, what I would kind of add to that is that that is affecting my my coworkers, the kids, the parents, myself, mm-hmm. um, in many different ways. So what I what I find myself maybe it's because like my personality, the way I am, is you know I, I want to listen to people. I, I want to you know validate and help them feel better as they navigate. But at the same time, it's like we have to go forward we can't yeah we can't stay here and complain or um you know even if I want to cry it out it's momentary because at the end of the day I can at least go back to the Lord and say oh Lord that was really rough or why isn't this ending already but at the same time okay I feel you you're with me you're getting me through it now what about all the people over here that are freaking out Mm -hmm. you know Lord I'm gonna pray over them because Otherwise, they're going to drive me crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And now uh, we've, seen, we've seen it too. Cause like right. I, there's, there's the amount of times that I, like, I think it was you, Nikki, you were, you were texting between services one Sunday when you were singing. And I just, <laughs> I saw it was a really long text and you said something just like, yep, just have to get back to some, or maybe it was an email or something. Just got to get back to some of these emails. Right. Yeah. And it's just like, and they do come (laughs) over the weekend. They do come at dinner time. They do come in the evening. It's like a 24 hour hour job right now. And so it's like protecting yourself from all of that craziness so that you don't establishing boundaries. Yes. Yes. And so that you really just, especially as a believer, (laughs) so that you can actually hopefully share Christ with people by the, your response mm-hmm. and by the way that you set your boundaries and by the way that you interact with them. So, yeah. So one thing that would be really easy for us to, to do is to make this into a, a, a venting episode, right? Where we just talk <laughs> about all the things that we're frustrated by. And I, I know with ministry being at the church, like there's things that we can get frustrated by. We're like, uh, okay, I'm I, like John today. I remember, I hope he doesn't get mad for me calling him out on this, but <laughs> he walks in and he said, it's just so hard to preach to a camera. Right. And I'm like, I can't, like, I'm not preaching to a camera, mm-hmm. but like we've led worship to cam with cameras there and, and no people in the room. It is hard. It's not, and it's part of it now we've gotten used to it and everything, but like, it's, it's just not how church is meant to be. Right. And it's the similar thing with this schooling. It's like, this is just not what, how it's supposed to be. Right. right. These kids are going to get, like you said, they're going to get behind. So what I want to do is make sure that we make this uh, more encouraging and positive. Right. So what are some things that you've seen this year that might've been more positive and what's God been teaching you through maybe some of the challenges that you faced and you can yeah jump in whenever you want like in general or just in education uh well you, you can you can <laughs> say from a parent's point of view too okay. because you have a 10 year old and a 13 year old um but I would yeah towards whether it's a teacher or a parent or even a kid um just being encouraging um definitely all the time together has created a lot more time with family which mm-hmm. has been nice um I know that I have been guilty for years of being crazy busy, um, working as a teacher, being a mom, running from one activity to the next with my kids. Um, That's always been a challenge, and that's always kind of gotten in the way of um, my relationship with God because I know that he's not always been number one, and that's what he's supposed to be all the time. Mm -hmm. And definitely during this time, 
it was like a big wake up call. Like, hello, now do you remember who's number one? And it's like, yes, I do. Thank, thank you for the big reminder because, um, trying to be at home for months (laughs) (laughs) with, with kids and not very many places to go (laughs) to even get a breather and do something like to change the scenery has been rough but the silver lining and the good thing about it is having that family time and um I mean family dinners more walks with the dogs (laughs) has been awesome um dogs are happy right now dogs are (laughs) super happy yeah fun fact Nikki's uh (laughs) Nikki's dog's name is the same as my son's name (laughs) (laughs) Maverick and Wyatt that gets point uh, Maverick is my son's name not Wyatt um yeah (laughs) Sorry, I, I interrupted no, you. No, no, that's As okay. Andrea would point out, I do often. <laughs> that's fine. Um, as a teacher, something that actually has been huge for me is building relationships with parents. Sure. Um, I have not had that too much in the past. Uh, I mean, very minimal contact. It probably with- hasn't been needed as much in the past. No. No, and now it's like <laughs> you, some and, of and you're a parent, so you understand the frustrations yes. that they're feeling as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. Have um, you seen, have you seen, um, is, has there been a lot of good examples of like you extending grace to parents and that changes like the way that they're approaching you? Like if I, I know absolutely. sometimes like if, if somebody comes to me complaining about something and my reaction, if my reaction is defensive, it's just gonna, it's just gonna explode the situation. Right. right. But if my Trigger reaction is, I understand exactly where you're coming from. That's so frustrating. Then they kind of like let their guard down and it's like, oh, okay. You're not against me. And I think mm-hmm. that's got to be huge for you guys, right? Mm-hmm. To, for the parents yes. to know, like, we're no parents are not trying to hurt the teachers. Teachers are not exactly. trying to hurt the parents. It's just a circumstance, and we're all in this together. I guess there's mm-hmm. kind of that yeah. community feel, right? No, we're totally all in this together. And I've always, um, from the beginning, with my parents, I have said I understand completely how you feel, what you're going through. I'm a parent myself. I am constantly reminding them that because I get it 100. percent and I mean, I've even sometimes I felt like I've come across to my own kids' teachers of being kind of maybe pushy or maybe not the nicest. And then I've had to send that email right away. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know, like I, I that came across the wrong way. I completely understand. I'm a teacher and a parent. Um, and then immediately it's funny how people can just switch. Like yeah. all of a sudden the language between the two just changes. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh, okay, I understand too. Or well, I, yeah, age, I totally. You know? I had a, I, and I don't think he'll mind. Um, I, I would guess I won't mention him by name, but I had a somewhat of a conflict with a friend of mine recently, and we just disagreed on something. And this was totally. I apologized to him because it was like, it struck a nerve with me, and I was kind of already at my end with yeah this this right. particular topic, mm-hmm. and I kind of exploded at him via text message, and then. Uh, I don't know if it was like a week later, two weeks later, I text him and I just said, man, I'm sorry. There, no, regardless of like how I feel my opinion on this situation, there's no excuse right. for me responding to you in that way. Right. I wasn't cussing at him or anything, but yeah. like I definitely was not being a friendly person with it. And we met together. We chatted for, I mean, I think we were together for like a couple of hours and we just talked and like really just worked it out to where it's just like, look, we're all frustrated right now. And like right. just understanding that, that he knew the struggles that I'm frustrated with and I understood what he's frustrated with. And Mm -hmm. it's just kind of like, once you're on that same level with each other, it really is, is helpful. Patricia, you not being a parent, Mm -hmm. uh, have you experienced, has it been tougher? Do you think to, to relate to parents the way that Nikki's talking about? You know, I think 
you also have this gift of really like connecting with people though. I mean, it's part of the reason why you're. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm not a mama, but I, I feel like God has given me you act so like a mama. many. <laughs> well, and so many amazing mama friends mm -hmm. and, and in my life, right. That I've watched, um, raise their kiddos or they're in the thick of it right now. And it kind of helps me kind of keep the pulse of what it is like to mm -hmm. some extent. I'm not in it, but I'm hearing it. I'm seeing it. And you're I, a compassionate I, person. Though. Right. And I think God is just, yeah, he, he's kind of fashioned my heart to kind of really listen ministry. to people. It's true. <laughs> so if anything, I, I think, um, I have a lot of, uh, people, specifically women in my life who have kids, who have kind of guided me to navigate and love on the parents of my students yeah. a little better and hopefully with a lot of grace. Um, and and you, you both are so right. The moment I extend that grace to them, their response Walls shifts immediately. That combative text turns into a, well, for me, it's maestra because my school is a dual immersion school. So they're like, maestra, we're so sorry. I, I didn't at all mean it like that. You're right. The tone changes immediately or they'll send that little smiley emoji in there so they know, you know, oh, I, I actually do appreciate you. Yeah. Little things like that. Um, I think for me, though, something silver lining or just a blessing that's come out of a lot of craziness right now is just my prayer life is probably a lot stronger time, yeah. <laughs> than it has been uh, in a long time. Uh, and that would just be literally, there's just so many times where I'm, you know, broken in front of that screen going, I don't know how to do this. Or why isn't this loading the way it's supposed to? Or why can't this kid get into Zoom when I'm saying accept, accept, accept for the 15th time? You know, and I, so many moments throughout my day where I'm just like, Lord, please sustain me right now. I don't know. I'm going to get through this next half hour or back to school night was done in zoom. And that was a little trippy. Um, and yeah, I was, you had told me that, that I yeah. was like super nervous about it. And then I had to record myself so I could share it with the parents who didn't come. So I was like, really, Ugh. but things like that, where I'm just like, you know what? Stop relying on yourself already and turn to God because he is your provider, your sustainer, your redeemer. Your so I find myself going back to these are the character qualities of God and who he is. Thank God for those things because I am not those things. Yet I have glimpses of it because God is so great and he's showing me look, you got through this thing. It was really hard, but I sustained you. Or look, you got through this really difficult interaction with the parent. You. He is. I cannot tell you how many times I've like got it. out of my car to walk into my classroom and like, God, there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. Right. You got me. That's it. And that's all you need to know. <laughs> yeah. It's like the the only sad thing for me is like, I wish some, some other uh, of my peers, my coworkers would like, I'm like, you just need Jesus. This would be it, not easy, but it would be um, easier yes. have <laughs> to you, have hope, hope yes. in Christ. Have you, you know? have you seen how you've been able to use this as a ministry at all? Both of you? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And everything you just Next said. Next question. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. Well, and I, I'll just add to that, like with the kids, with the parents and with our coworkers, I feel yes. like it's threefold. Like so, it, it's always been where I think we could probably say in our profession, it's our ministry yes. or it's a 
definite ministry opportunity. That's just like times a thousand now. So many more opportunities for God to use us. So mm-hmm. that's kind of like, okay. And Lord, if somebody well, sees like, man, Patricia, this. you are doing so well with handling this. What's your secret? Right. You're like, let me tell yeah. you about right. Let me tell you about this guy. His name's God. Absolutely. His yeah. son, his name's Jesus. And yeah. he died for you. <laughs> Come to church this weekend. Exactly. There's people there. Or watch uh, from home. Or watch from home, yeah. <laughs> um, so perspective is important. I found myself having to shift my perspective a few times this year. Um, I love just good analogies about perspective. And mm-hmm. uh, my favorite story is there's a kid in the backyard, and he's got a baseball and a baseball bat, and he throws the ball up in the air. He says, I'm the greatest hitter in the world, and he swings the bat and he misses. And then he does it again. I'm the greatest hitter in the world, swings the bat and misses. And he does it again, throws the ball up in the air. I'm the greatest hitter in the world, swings the bat and he misses. And then he says, I'm the greatest pitcher in the world. <laughs> and so he changed his yeah. perspective. And this is always my favorite story because it's like I remember being the kid in the backyard throwing right. the ball up in the air, right? But I know there's many teachers and parents that are frustrated with the current schooling situation. Mm-hmm. So as parents and teachers, have you found encouragement in shifting your perspective at all? Yes, for sure. Next uh, question, right? Yeah. <laughs> I love Nikki's just like, yes. Yes. <laughs> next. No, yes. Next. Okay, I'll add to uh, to that. How? <laughs> Explain. Um, okay, well, for me personally, I am one that loves uh, structure and kind of being in control of things. And um, this is really funny because, like, what, since everything started in March – like, well, basically, since everything <laughs> started in 2017 <laughs> with the fires, right. it seems Pretty like it's just been ongoing. like, well, like, here in Sonoma County, you know, I'm whatever. I'm not in charge or in control of any. I never was. God's always in control. Right. But, um, my gosh, like, constantly being thrown reminders, um, especially in the classroom for myself. I'm kind of like, like, my paper's hung a certain way and, like, mm-hmm. my grade book a certain way. And um, that also completely went out the window. So... In the beginning, I will admit, it kind of was an angry Nikki and a frustrated Nikki. And how am I supposed to teach? And how am I supposed to be um, effective in reaching out to my kids and to my students? Like, how am I supposed to do my job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my perspective had to switch because it kept going on forever. <laughs> right? It wasn't like this was over in a few weeks. Nope. Like, exactly. And, and like we, we still don't like know. Like we originally thought. Yeah. Well, I don't know if we ever really thought it was going to be over. We hoped. Weeks, but yeah. Yeah, there we was hope were there. hoping. Or um. I told someone today, I was like, because we, I think we were, yeah, we, you know what? We were in here. Um, the programming team was in here. We we're talking about the, the end of October and the weekends and what we're going to be doing for the weekends. And Christmas got mentioned. Oh, no. And I just my heart sank because I'm just like, oh, what are we going to, what are we going to do? Like, and to think like, had you have told me in March when we first had to cancel that first Sunday, like we met Saturday night, socially distanced. And then there was the first Sonoma County case of COVID. And so we canceled that Sunday at like Mm 6am. And if you would have told me then, Hey, it's going to be October. And you're still not going to be having services. None of us would have believed it. Right. Right. Okay. You're not going to have services <laughs> consistently inside. And I would have just, I mean, I don't even know how I would have reacted. Like, I didn't react well as it was. I don't, none of us, like, Brett hates canceling, yeah. right? And so the fact that, now obviously we didn't cancel, we just went to online. Right. But we canceled that Sunday and just showed the Saturday night service that we had done, right? And I remember just thinking, like, I don't want to do this for three weeks. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like, I don't want to do this for three months. And then we got to be outside and I'm like, Hey, at least we're meeting outside, but 
you know, maybe just a couple months of it. And now yeah. here we are. I mean, June, July, August, September. We're on month five of yeah. outside services. And I'm just like, oh, can we can we get back inside? I Come know. on. Now it's I all, know. you know, like this weekend, I think we're going to end up being inside because the air quality is so bad. But just mm-hmm. thinking the the idea that we thought this would be over in a few weeks. Now we just look back and go, ha, huh, yeah. yeah. Go ahead and go ahead and think that like if you could travel back in time right. and talk to talk to us in March and just be like, "Oh, just wait. <laughs> just wait." It's just it's crazy. I'm laughing yeah. right now cuz I'm just like it's unbelievable yeah. that it's October it 1st. Is. I, I didn't realize that it was October until yeah. just now and I'm like, yeah. Oh my goodness, October already. So, uh, yeah, so I, I kind of interrupted you, Nikki, but That's changing okay. <laughs> changing your perspective. Um, no, my perspective has changed definitely by letting the little things go. Mm-hmm. I could care less about Don't how my papers are hanging in my classroom or what my mm-hmm. grade book looks like. Mm-hmm. Or, um, I mean, even down to the things with my students that used to um, drive me a little bit crazy. Like I would I would love to have that student that is bouncing off the walls like back in my class because I just want to be back in my classroom. Right. Um, and I think uh, uh, literally just letting the, the little things go. And uh, how much do you appreciate the little things, right? Like mm-hmm. the little things, <laughs> the things now that I just, I appreciate so often is like the fact that we get to meet outside is right. I from the very beginning I was saying like man this is amazing because there's churches that haven't met since March yeah and like there's a church tonight meeting out here and they haven't met in their building or on their campus <sighs> since March and they use our campus we've offered this to other churches like to come use our mm-hmm. campus for free mm-hmm. like hey we've got this set up you're welcome to use it you know when we're not using right, it obviously right. but they're here on Thursdays not every Thursday but I think it's every two or three Thursdays they come down and they have their church out here and mm-hmm. They're able to have a service. And I just go, man, I, I sometimes I'm like, why am I complaining? Why am I complaining about, oh, we have to meet outside? No, at least we get to meet. Right. At least God's given us this property to be able to well, do this. Well, and here's you know? the thing. Like, did you even really think about how awesome it was to even come to church on a Sunday? It's just like something we did it was, until oh, forever. it wasn't there took, anymore. When and we finally like, were back inside, the f- it was the fire the uh, after the lightning. I forget what that mm-hmm. fire is called. <laughs> All those cells, fires. The wall bridge. Uh, the wall bridge fire. We had come back inside on that Saturday, um, and we, like, I remember Andrea and I standing on the stage before the Saturday service is starting, and, like, we just kind of, we're standing up there with two minutes left, where we just kind of looked at each other, both just smiling, (laughs) and we're just like, we really took this for granted, man, like, being able to have people, and you could tell there was kind of a buzz in the room of just people being excited to be inside. It's different. The energy's different. It's fun. I think it, it was a glimpse of, like, normalcy because mm-hmm. even being outside it's like you know we're very lucky we get to do that but it's not oh, yeah. what we're you it's not the normal mm-hmm. normal saturday sunday weekend that we're used to right? right you know we're setting up speakers and just all that stuff but mm-hmm. what about you patricia perspective oh i think uh for me very similar to nikki probably i'm like Ditto. don't sweat the small <laughs> <No>. stuff <laughs> yeah or or just uh, yeah the perspective around what really matters mm-hmm. building connection with my students that really matters right now, right? There's curriculum, there are standards, and there's lessons and all these things, and I plan them with my team and we implement them, but at the end of the day, God has given me these students this year for a reason, mm-hmm. and I want I want them to know I'm here for them. And some of them don't have the best home situations, yeah. you know? Some of them 
it's just with that part still breaks my heart. I can't get used to that. I that know. Some of them that was what, don't have their safe mentioned. place, which is school, yeah. right? But even in that, God put them in my class, you know, so that there's the perspective, I think, shift has been, I've always known that, but I don't think I ever fully grasped how much of a blessing it is that these kids were handpicked by God to be my students right now, you know? So, um, that, and then you just appreciate all the little things. You're so right. Um, something as simple as those pickup or drop off distribution days that (laughs) takes time out of my personal life. You could argue because we, we try to craft it to be late in the afternoon, Mm -hmm. early evening, because the parents who work can't come during the day, right? So we do it from 4.30 to 6.30, you know, in the afternoon, early evening. It dips into my personal time, but it is- What's a, personal time right? anymore? Well, not to mention, I'm like, don't get me started on my contract hours. I'm like, did yeah, I yeah, ever yeah. work yeah. my contract hours? <laughs> no. No teacher does. But I mean, I get to see their little faces as they drive up in And they're cars. probably so excited. They're and like, excited. I like get home and my heart is like ready Bursting. to explode with joy. That little thing a year ago would have been like, Draining. oh man, that's a long day. You yeah. know, I don't know. <laughs> Why would we be doing this? And now I'm like, blessing, let's do one of those every month because then I can at least connect with you and see you and yay. You when know? we did that, that, we did the adventure week online, you know, and we did the drive through thing um, at the end of the week and the kids, because normally we're, on, I do the skits is my role there, right? I'm one of the actors you that does the skits, right? So me and Gerilyn, <laughs> We were the main two in the skits. John Barrett played a small role. And then uh, Sean Minardi was Johnny Science, right? Uh And so when they got here, it was like they they were seeing TV characters, right? And normally they see us all week. We're on campus and they're, you know, they come and throw water balloons. I literally for four hours just drive around campus on our golf cart and throw water balloons at kids. Tough job, right? But when they got here, the amount of like joy that the kids, the Mm -hmm. the little smile on their faces, and some of them are really nervous to see you. You know, we had the little um, pens that you could sign a window of the car and stuff Uh like that. And like the joy, it's just kind of like, but if I thought about that before, I'm like standing out in the sun for two hours in this hot costume. (laughs) And I got to stand out here so kids can just Mm -hmm. wave at me. And then I look at that and I go, no, totally worth it. We could do this every, we could do this every week if you guys want, because I see the reward of it. Like, yeah. this is valuable. And um, like really. We had our ice cream thing. The yeah. Ice cream. Yeah, the team night. I was super That was the fun. first time I had seen you <laughs> in know. months. And right. you just like, I don't think it took you more than three seconds to like tear down your eyes. I know. And it's just like, can I hug you? No, <laughs> yeah, no you're was, not allowed to. I know. <laughs> I was ready to like jump out of the car. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> that was a happy night. Yes, it, it was. was. <laughs> I had, I, I was running around on my, or riding around on my skateboard. And I was just like, I, I could it. feel the energy. I was just like, people. I know. So fun. Oh, I know. Um, well, I want to end this by uh, doing a just naming a few things. It could be one sentence, a couple words, two or three things to encourage the teachers, two or three things to encourage parents of young kids, two or three things to encourage parents of teens. Mm. Um, so we originally Brittany Axstrom was going to be on here too, and we were going to. Brittany has young young kids, mm-hmm. um, and so I was going to split this up between you and have you know I was going to have Nikki you do the one parent encourage parents of teens since you have a teenager, Mm -hmm. Um, Patricia, to have you encourage teachers and then Brittany to encourage parents of young kids. But 
Uh, let's just see if we can come up with a few that we can give some people. So let's can. start with this. How a couple things you guys are uh, are the teachers here, not me. So what are a couple things that we can we can say to encourage the teachers right now? Uh, you're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> there that there's community um, with each other, and even if it feels a little lonely or that you're alone, that you're not. Mm-hmm. Um, this girl and I have like little texts that we'll send each other throughout the week or weeks. And I would say, find, find your, find your person, your, uh, you know, co-teacher friend or group, send each other silly group texts, ask each other, how can I pray for you? Mm -hmm. Just Mm -hmm. love on each other. Um, be each other's advocates, you know, that. That was a really good answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there's one thing. Do you have another? So to sum up. Um, I don't know. That was, that was pretty spot on. Um, all I can add to that is, you know, those funny like stories that we see on Facebook about like the impressions of of all three parents, students, and teachers. Mm -hmm. There's a reason for that Mm -hmm. because we aren't alone. Like everyone, Mm -hmm. we can relate. That's why we're laughing hysterically when we watch. It's so true. Um, Yes. No, I, that we're all in this together, but thank God for God. (laughs) Thank Um, God for God. Thank God for God and Jesus. And there is no way that I know I could do this Mm -mm. without him. And, um, it does make me, uh, more eager to really pray for those that, that don't, that don't have him because this is, this is not just for teachers and parents. I mean, this is just hard in general for everyone. It's taxing. So and we all yeah. need Jesus. Yes. <laughs> Let's move then to uh, encouraging parents of young kids. Now, I've got young kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, my kids uh, are homeschooled, though. So now one of them is too young to really even be part of the homeschool. But I do have a five-year-old. And he. we're not experiencing the frustration of distance learning because right. my wife is teaching them at home already. So I haven't experienced the frustration that parents have. But I can only imagine if you threw my five-year-old off his routine— and all of a sudden, we're like, hey, you're going to do things totally different and not the same that you're used to. Or you are not, you don't get to go to school and see your friends. Mm-hmm. He's, he's used to coming to church and stuff. So he sees, he's still social because he still gets to see friends at church. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the homeschool group will meet together right. and that kind of thing. But uh, the parents of these young kids who these parents have to, they got to work full time still. But now they have to work from home, which is already tough in itself. Okay. Uh, just your work environment being at home. And then... You've got a five-year-old, a six-year-old, a seven-year-old, eight-year-old having to do their schooling on a computer. And I've seen this firsthand just being at the church here because a lot of the staff have kids that are going through School social age. social or uh, distance learning, right? So we there's six, seven, eight-year-olds, and it's frustrating for those parents. And I can see it where they're just yeah. like, I don't know how to do my work and help my kids. So mm-hmm. how can we be encouraging the parents of the younger kids? I think, well, I'm just coming off of back to school night, like I said. So I think for me, something I tried to get across to the parents is don't feel the need or the pressure to be the teacher. Uh. Like, it's okay. I'm the teacher. I'm not saying I'm perfect and I've got it all figured out, but that's my job mm-hmm. and, and helping. So maybe that's, that's just something that over time parents take to heart. I feel like if I could say it to every single parent of a school age child is just, you're not the teacher. That's okay. Yeah. Cry out to your teacher, ask them for help, have your child ask for help, do anything you need to, but 
that don't don't make that your job don't put as so a much parent. On right. Absolutely. Release some of that back because we're not asking you to be the teacher, you know? Yeah. I would I would say just with my own experience with my son, uh, my five year old, just extending grace. Like yes. that's been the biggest thing is just like not to just not extend grace just to your your kids, but to yourself. Yes. Um, extend your don't put so much pressure on yourself. Extend mm-hmm. yourself some grace because you're not gonna do this perfect. And like mm-hmm. we've said numerous times, you're also not you don't have to do it alone. Like God can hold you through this. Is it gonna be does that make it easy? No. Mm-hmm. But God will hold you through it. And right. the fact that you get to be there, I mean I I, I know that one of the reasons we've decided to homeschool is because of the time that my wife gets to spend with the kids. And I get to see the kids a lot, too. We're very fortunate about how much time we get to spend as a family mm-hmm. and the fact that we get to have God be the center of it. We get to we pray with our kids. We, uh, every, you know, we listen to Bible stories. We read Bible stories. We watch uh, this show called Friends and Heroes, and it's, this, it's, about, it's about the friends of Jesus. And right. it's like, like we get to do that stuff with our kids. It. Oh, it's yes. really cute. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. So, uh, but extending yourself grace is mm-hmm. one of the things that I know. Uh, it's just a it's a it's a must. You got to extend right. yourself grace. Extend grace to your to your kids. Right. Um, and know you're not alone in it. Like I said, but mm-hmm. also because God is with you. I just kind of wanted to add, as a parent and a teacher, it's kind of interesting for me because I see both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and my daughter, who is 10, and my son, who is 13, I, I never thought in a million years I would say this, but I'm somewhat thankful for video games because my son <laughs> has been able to um, help. He was in a video sig- game small group. He was, <laughs> he's been able to help significantly with online learning. I mean, he's literally come to my school and helped some of the teachers. Because he's tech savvy. Because mm-hmm. he's super tech savvy, um, which I know has been a huge frustration for parent, well, teachers too. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've cried. Like, I don't know how to hook up monitors and like how to move. Anyway. I really should offer my help with teachers. More. <laughs> I'm being serious. Like, that's something I never really even thought of that teachers yeah. might need. Like, if you're a teacher, by the way, at Spring Hills and you need some tech help, I know that I would call love to Garrett, help you. I, please. Yeah, you call can call Garrett. me it's and I, I will help you. And I know Israel would do the same thing. Like oh my we, gosh. IT. Te- yeah, yeah, seriously. Like built I, in. And I'm not great. I'm not great at that stuff, but I understand it enough to be able mm-hmm. to troubleshoot things. So mm-hmm. if you really are something, if it's frustrated, I mean, I told you this, Nikki, like if, yeah. it's, if there's something that your, mm-hmm. your teachers at your school are really frustrated with and you've only got one IT guy working for 40 right. teachers or whatever it is. I'll come and help you plug your computer in. Some of that stuff is just as easy as like, oh yeah, you just got to switch this around. Right. You're you know, not like, making us feel better, makes, Garrett. <laughs> by offering help? By saying it's easy, by just no, plugging I just in mean, a cord. My, okay, okay. Like, you know oh, what I mean. Wait a minute. I just mean like some things, there. it makes sense to me. Like the right. way that it's like, well, did you check about, did you check which output you're using? Right. You know, just things like that where it's mm-hmm. like, if you don't know to check that stuff, then it's not easy. Exactly. No. Like for Landon, it makes sense. Yeah. Like he knows, well, check this, mom, do that, right? Yeah. Yes, for sure. <laughs> Sometimes with the band, they'll show up and they'll start, you know, they'll plug plug some stuff in and they'll be like, my guitar's not working. I'm like, well, did you actually plug it in? <laughs> and I know David doesn't listen to the podcast, but I will definitely call David out and just say it's become a David thing where it's just kind of like, hey, my inners aren't working. I'm like, well, <laughs> did you put batteries in them? <laughs> no, I didn't. Or Garrett, that the amp's not working. Well, did you turn it on? <laughs> <laughs> like I'm not joking either. This is not exaggeration. Like no, sometimes, these are real scenarios. and I I have a lot of grace for that because I'm like, yeah, a lot of times they, you know, they've been working all day. They get here and they're fried. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. you know what? I'll plug it in for you. You're fine. <laughs> uh, let's let's end with uh, encouraging some let some encouraging things for parents of teens. So Nikki, you are mm-hmm. the lone 
parent of a teenager, which a newly, uh, he a just new turned 13. Oh it's gosh. been fun because let me tell you between hormones and COVID-19. <laughs> Oh, Poor kid. My goodness. Yeah, it's been rough. I really like your son too. Riley, not so much. I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> I pick on Riley. There, that's a little bit of an inside oh, joke. Oh, but she can dish it back. Yes, she that's can. What makes it so good. She can. If Nikki, she was sitting right here, she'd have all sorts of things to say. Yeah, Nick, Nikki. Uh, when she's on the worship team, she'll come and she'll sometimes have her kids with her, and they'll hang out with us in the green room. And I pick on poor little Riley, and she. Uh, she 100% can take it. Oh, yeah. It's. I think there was one day I just threw goldfish at her for yes. 15 minutes, and she didn't even blink. Nope. She didn't care. I'm a child at heart, apparently. Um, she's yeah, used so to her brother. She's so used yeah, to her brother. brother. Um, but, yeah, so tell us uh, something that can be encouraging to parents of teenagers. Mm, lots of prayer. Um, there have been many heart-to-hearts with my son during this. I, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It hasn't been easy by any means. Um you know, socially, he's he's not around any of his buddies. Yeah, he's not doing. You know, he's used to year-round sports. He's not doing that. He's not doing any of his after-school activities. Um, leadership was. Doesn't get to go to any of the baseball games, probably. He um. So they just started practicing, but it's like so limited. You know, they yeah. have to be like not close to each other, yeah. and and he hasn't been a- that just started. So he yeah. hasn't been able to do baseball since. Normally, a season would start in February. Oh, mm-hmm. I, oh, okay. I was actually meaning like the Giants oh, game. Oh, <laughs> Right. Because they're not allowing people to Giants know. games, We've all right? missed that. It's no, true. No Giants games. No <laughs> Giants games. I say that, I, and I'll, I'll cut this out if you want me to, but <laughs> <laughs> Nikki Nikki has a relative who coaches for the Giants, so her son has been able to be at a lot of Giants games yes. in the in the past. So that was the point of that, yes. uh, that statement. And if you want me to cut that out, I'll cut it out. But, um, I don't care. She doesn't care. Okay, I'll leave it in. Great. Um, Okay, now I don't know what I was talking about. Oh, just all the challenges that he's had. Um, and it, it's, I mean, there's been a lot of nights of tears. And I i mean, I hate school. I hate this. And I mean, just a lot of angry nights and frustrations. And it hasn't just been him. It's been my daughter too. But more so with him. Um, I think boys in general, like, really need their time together with other guys right. doing their sports and stuff, you know. So um, the good news is that he has really been craving time with God. Good. I mean, he was so excited to when John finally started. Yeah, motion nights and small yeah, groups and yeah. stuff. Yeah, he was super. I mean, like, Mom, I want to, you know, he wanted to get here early. And, Mom, I want to do Bible study. And, actually, he's been a big encouragement to me because he's like, Mom, can we do, you know, morning devotions? Can we do things oh. like that? So that has been amazing i'll plug something right now that just as a family you you had said something i think the other night um you had said you guys were gonna watch a tv show or something watch the chosen if you haven't seen it and i yes you that's the one that you've been watching the last few weeks right i've been talking about it i've already watched it it's it's phenomenal and I'll, i'll plug that all day it's so it's um it's based, it's a it's a crowdfunded tv show which is really cool so like they're almost done funding season two right and it's the first season takes place where uh, when Jesus is gathering disciples. And so there's a lot of the interaction between Jesus and Nicodemus. And um, there's a couple of scenes where I, if you don't cry during it, I'm not sure you get it. Because mm-hmm. it's, I mean, it it's tugs at your heart, man. It's so good. And they did a great job with it. Now, what I, the, the thing that I say about this is there's a lot of times where it's like, um, and I'll use a basketball reference where there's this basketball player. His name's Dirk Nowitzki. And a lot of people would say, like, Dirk Nowitzki's a great shooter for a big man. And I'm like, no, he's a great shooter 
It's yeah. not just because it's not he's a great shooter for a big man. He's a great shooter. It doesn't matter. You can put him in the room, in the gym with all the other great shooters. He's one of the great shooters. Right. This is legitimately a great TV show, not just a great faith-based faith right? TV show. Because a lot of them are really bad. Like they're uh, not bad in in. Uh, Content, but bad in like their quality. Just like right. they're, yeah. the budgets are low. Mm-hmm. It's they're rushed. Their acting is the, the writing acting, isn't that right. great. The the acting's not good. The direction's not that great. The editing, it's all that stuff. This is phenomenally well made. And if you want to watch a show as a I'm family, just smiling because you're like your movie critic. Yeah, I know. I know it is coming out. out. Yeah. I know. Watch it though, and but I think you guys will really trailer, like it. I was gonna say even the trailer got me hooked. For the sure. trailer, they even with the trailer, it's great. Like it I know, I, I've shared it a few times, and if you're if you listen to this, find me on Facebook and go look at the go look at the trailer for the chosen because I've shared it a few times. Is it's this phenomenal. On Netflix? It's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am oh. actually I'm gonna buy the um, I'm gonna buy the DVD because that's how they're that's how they're funding season two they're is they're um, they're selling season one DVDs and so I'm gonna buy the DVD just to try oh, to support awesome. it and I want I mean it's amazing there's it's it's so good so that's a good TV show for you guys to watch okay and Perfect. I think Landon will like it too he'll be into it it's I mean it's good it's so good um, all right well anything else you guys want to want to say to encourage anybody it doesn't have to be teachers parents or, or students but um, just encouraging each other as a church family, whatever. Just that we're... You're not <laughs> in it alone. <laughs> Again. That's where you're going to yeah. go, right? Yeah, I feel like we've said it a million times tonight, but I think it's important to kind of encourage people that mm-hmm. I think a lot of the time we feel like we're alone or yeah. how we're feeling is, okay, surely other people aren't feeling this way. And that's we tell like, ourselves. Yeah, that's a lie. That's a lie from the enemy. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Um, right. So Combat it with truth. Yes. And, and I'm finding the more that you share with, you know, brothers and sisters in Christ, your family, friends, it's like, oh yeah, I feel that way too. I know. And then mm-hmm. there's like just this huge weight lifted off your shoulders, knowing that you're not by yourself dealing with all these emotions. And no Absolutely. one's, there's no right answer for how to go about what we're doing right now. No one's ever done this before. Mm-hmm. No one's ever taught this way. <laughs> no one's ever parented this way. No right. one's ever worked this way. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one before you no. perfected parenting. Like, no, it's not it's like <laughs> no yeah. one's going to be the perfect. I mean, I'm close, but no, I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but yeah, I get what you're saying there. It's exactly right. Like, no one's done this before. Right. Nobody no. has done this before. No. I mean, we're talking seven months of mm-hmm. insanity. And like, I mean, even three years of insanity for, for Santa Rosa. Yeah. For just sure, for this the, and this whole county. For the county, mm-hmm. Napa County. I mean, everybody's dealing with it. Which, by the way, um, I do like to tell, remind everybody. This, so this is uh, what night is it? It's Thursday night. It's October first mm-hmm. that we're recording this. Now this will air. This will air later. I'll put this up on Monday, um, the fifth, October fifth, I think it is. And uh, I don't know where things are going to be at after this weekend, but we're praying for everybody. I know there's a lot of evacuations still. Right. Um, I think there's more in Napa County than. Sonoma County now, but I do know there's there's a lot of people evacuated. Mm-hmm. Um, we're praying for you guys. I know some homes have been lost during this, not as many as uh, past fires, but that doesn't mean that your home didn't matter. You know, I mean, we're we're uh, we're here for you. So if uh, there's anything that you need, be sure to reach out to the church. Let us know what you need to be pr- what we can be praying for you for. Um, let us know if you need just to talk to somebody. There's people here that would love to chat with you, yes. uh, help you in any way that we can. So we're here for you. Uh, and we will have services. This is, uh, again, this will air on Monday, but we'll have services this next weekend as well. Um, as long as the air quality is good, we're still sticking outside. The only reason we're coming inside right now is either if it's pouring down rain um, which would be awesome. That would well, be great. Yeah. Rain would be great right Let's now. Pray for uh, that. Lightning. 
which happened. Oh, that's true. Um, dinosaurs, if they come <laughs> come around, uh, not unrealistic. Can't say it wouldn't be Not know. unrealistic right <laughs> now. Uh, we had the killer hornets out there. There was the other day, there was, I'm not joking, I had to kill 300, 400 wasps yeah, around no. the stage. That's not no. exaggerating either. There was, I lifted up one of the um, the curtain things. And it was just a. Were they under there? There was just a ball of them, and I just sprayed was there the a nest thingy or what? A hive? I don't even. I don't know. I oh, screamed. Mercy. No, I didn't scream. I I'm would. Tough. You I got. Totally I got rid of them all. I would. <laughs> but just uh, there's just there's just any number of things that can happen right now. It's 2020. But the plan is to be outside on the weekends as long okay. as we can be. So um, that's that's still where we're at. But we will have services. We do not cancel services. Is one of my favorite things about Pastor Brett is if mm-hmm. he can have a service, he will. He will. Service is going to happen. Amen. So, uh, Patricia, Nikki, thank you guys for uh, coming down and doing this. And I will be praying for you guys as teachers. Well, you know that. Pray for you all the time. Pray for the band all the time. Um, and we will probably have you guys on here again at some point. Patricia, this is I think number three for you, right? Yeah. And Nikki, you did a good job. <laughs> Are you excited? It's my first time. This was first fun. Time. This is fun, right? Yeah. Okay, so we'll bring you on again. Sometime. Let's do it again. Um, especially with the worship stuff. So, all right, everybody, have a wonderful week, and we'll uh, catch you next time here on the Spring Hills Podcast.